Okay, right. Let's let's pray together. Loving God, please open our hearts to your word this morning. Oh yay! Oh yay! Oh yay! Listen! Prepare the way of the Lord. Turn to God. Stop doing what you know is wrong and start doing what you know is right. For the kingdom of heaven has come near in the name of the King of Kings. You may have heard about town criers or seen one in action. Before mass communication, the radio, TV or internet, they were common in Europe and beyond. For hundreds of years, town criers spread the news in the name of the then king or queen. In the UK, they used a bell to attract people's attention and wear a special impressive costume. This usually includes a bright red jacket and a black hat. John the Baptist was a bit like a town crier. Like a town crier, he wore special clothing which attracted people's attention. The clothing of a prophet, made from camel's hair with a leather belt round his waist. Like a town crier, John the Baptist brought messages from a king, but not an earthly one, from the Lord, the King of Kings. As a prophet, he saw his mission as being the voice of one calling in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord, getting people ready for the coming of the Christ, the Messiah, saviour of the world and his kingdom. John was clear that he himself was not the promised saviour. He said, after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He pointed his own followers away from himself towards Jesus, saying, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. What was the main message that John the Baptist spread? He prepared people for the coming of Christ by calling them to repent, to stop doing what they knew was wrong and start doing what they knew was right, and to be baptised as a sign of that repentance. In Mark chapter 1, people are shown confessing their sins to John, to John at the time of their baptism then asking him what it was they should start doing to show how repentant they were. His advice included sharing what you have with people who have less than you and not treating other people where money is concerned. Sharing what you have with people who have less than you and not, not cheating other people where money is concerned. As a prophet, John the Baptist was extremely popular. Mark describes in chapter 1 hundreds, if not many thousands, of both country and city people going to listen to John. One of John's many admirers was Herod. 
This Herod is the son of a man called Herod the Great or Herod the First, who was king at the time when Jesus was born. After the death of Herod the Great, the land was divided between several of Herod the Great's sons, including one son named Philip, whose wife was Herodias, and one son named Herod that we heard about in today's reading. Shortly before the events in today's reading, Herod and Herodias had an extramarital affair. Herodias divorced her husband, Philip, and Herod divorced his own wife. Then Herodias married Herod, taking her daughter Salome with her to her new home in Galilee. Herod, though educated in Rome, was a follower of Judaism and was convinced, as we heard in the reading, that John the Baptist was a righteous and holy man. He liked to listen to what John had to say. One of the things that John had to say to Herod was that, according to Jewish law, it was not lawful for him to have married Herodias, his brother's wife. Herodias did not like this criticism of her at all. Really, she would have liked John the Baptist put to death for the crime of telling the truth. Herod protected John the Baptist, but to try to please his new wife, Herod put John in prison. One year, Herod decided to celebrate his birthday with a party for his male officials and other local male dignitaries. On the day, they all gathered together in their best silk and linen clothes, gold and silver jewellery. Exotic food had been prepared for the feast. The guests would have eaten from silver dishes and the best wine would have flowed freely. Maybe musicians played softly as the men chatted and celebrated with Herod. During the party, as part of the entertainment, Herod's stepdaughter went into the salon and danced delightfully. In front of everyone, Herod promised, with an oath, that the girl could have whatever she wanted as a reward. The girl hurried out to the part of the palace where her mother Herodias was and asked for her advice. In the mind of Herodias, here was the opportunity for her honour to be vindicated. The head of John the Baptist, she told her daughter. When Herod found out what his stepdaughter was asking for, he was greatly distressed. He was in a dilemma. Herod knew that John the Baptist was a righteous man who had told him the truth about his adulterous marriage. He wanted to please his new wife and stepdaughter. He had made a promise on oath to his stepdaughter. If he backed away from her request in front of his male companions, he felt that he would lose face. Herod made the wrong decision 
and chose to look good in front of his contemporaries instead of looking for a different solution. Today's Gospel reading shows us the danger of doing the wrong thing because of pride and trying to save face. Also, from John's life and death, we can say that saying and doing the right thing can be very costly. For speaking the truth to Herod about his marriage to Herodias, John the Baptist lost his life. Though in the UK nowadays, the cost is more likely to be annoying other people or losing friends. None of us have the power or wealth of a Herod, though we all have varying degrees of influence amongst our friends, relatives, pressurise their children into unsuitable marriages, though I'm sure that didn't happen to Jack and Harmony. I remember when I was involved in student politics in a particularly fevered debate, feeling forced to vote against my conscience when there was a show of hands. I can imagine how hard it might be for church members in their teens and twenties Firstly, to decide what is the right thing to do, and secondly, to stick to that in the face of cancel culture. The good news for us is that, as John the Baptist said would happen, Jesus, after his own sacrificial life, death and resurrection, sent us his Holy Spirit, who will lead us into all truth, and, through prayer, we can depend on the Spirit to develop courage in us to say and do what we believe is right. Through prayer, we can depend on the Spirit to develop courage in us to say and do what we believe is right. Amen. Um.